I feel like we already left some good material on the cutting room I floor. I know. I know. Meredith, you'll never hear about it. We're, we're talking <laughs> mad shit about everybody. <laughs> um, okay. Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything, but slightly less of everything this week because your hosts are falling like dominoes. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. No need to worry. But um, this uh, Tishi stable of talent isn't that what they call it in the um, yes. in that thing you do the Plato? Oh, it was the Plato yeah. Galaxy of Stars. So the, the Tishi Galaxy of Stars jumped down to just two of us this week. So instead of running another best of, because I don't know what we're going to do around the holidays. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, do we want an episode to come out on Christmas? Do we have the time to record one? I don't know. So we might have another best of coming up. So we didn't want to do another one this week. So we're just going to suck it up and get, get this done as as a twosome. And yeah. instead of trying to come up with a topic for discussion, we're just we're do us. I'm thinking of it as a slightly abbreviated version of our small yeah. talk spectacular. And the noise you hear is Meredith laughing far away <laughs> when I say, well, it's probably going to be a short show. Yep. But it you, totally you, is. <laughs> yeah. But you hear her, my partner in crime today. Batman from Middle Age Trauma Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hi, Hillary. Hello. Uh, I mean, we've yes, already I, been talking for a while, so we're warmed I, up. I know. We've covered a lot of um, subjects off air. Maybe they'll come up. We'll see. But I was just going to say, I'm not going to joke that somebody's dead because the last time I did it, somebody did end up dying. Sorry. R.I.P. Mike. <laughs> but I'm never going to do that again. I thought it was a hilarious joke, and now it's not so funny. We love you. And everybody, yes, as Ann said, everybody is fine. Everybody Everybody is yep. fine. Yep. I mean, Bobby had the audacity to forget he scheduled a date with his wife tonight. <laughs> For God's sakes, think about your priorities. Just a, we'll have to bring this up in the end of year review, Hillary. Uh, yeah, absolutely. As I had my review the other day, which was like, good, fine. They brought up like the, I really like my manager, but she was like, you need to do all these, these things that are like, you have to just check these boxes that I have nothing to do with my job, but they have to do with like corporate stuff. Like, have you attended the peer led review things? I'm like, no, oh. I haven't because I'm doing my job. So I haven't had time to do peer led. <laughs> anyway, but regardless, Bobby has not done any peer led review um, no. trainings and he no. forgot uh, about a date with his wife. So mm. it's going on your permanent record. Mine is all the safety training that we have to do. Like, it's mandatory, so you have to go. You can't get out of it. But I'm always like, why? Why? On Wednesday, we had, uh, what did we have? We had lockout tagout, which is how you have to um, physically uh, make equipment unable to be turned on if you're, like, servicing it. Like, okay, that's really relevant to my job. 
um, plus confined space entry. So if I ever have to crawl on the top of a grain silo, I know what to do now. Wow. You know, it's like, why wow. are you wasting my time? That's interesting. Um, sorry, I just looked and um, Bruce came in with something in his mouth. This is breaking news. And somebody had gotten Panera today. So he got the wrapper from Panera. Bruce, go away. This is why I can't mm. leave him alone because he finds his way into mischief. Do you have the garbage cans covered or does he have um, access to th- some of them? This is the thing. Our garbage can is in the pantry, which sounds kind of gross, but it's just the where it is that like it's like the place it's where, where it, it can fit. Yeah. yeah, it just fits in there. I close the door to the pantry and our pantry is not very big. Ah. I close the door. Um, other people sometimes mm. forget when they're watching like a YouTube short or whatever. So it should be interesting to see what's down there. Anyway, he's fine. He's back up here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I, um, I, the trainings are getting sort of out of control. There's one that I have to do tomorrow that is like, I don't know. It's like, this is the thing. Like I've done my like, Sexual harassment trainings, low-key kind of enjoy those because they're, like, so ridiculous that they're kind of, like, entertaining a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that the TPTL guys would always complain about, the, like, like you data know. Data security. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And it's weird because I do work for a multinational corporation, so sometimes it'll be, like, in Europe, the European Union, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, I, I don't live in the European Union. Like, it doesn't really affect me at all. But... I don't mind those as much and I can knock those out pretty quickly. It's the ones that are like, for whatever reason, my role, they ha- you have to do like electives essentially. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Like I don't have time to do this. And they're always nine hours long. And I, and Whoa, I, leave what? Them. there was one that was legitimately nine hours long. I had to let it run while I slept because I, and I had to take the quiz on it like blindly because I was like, I don't have time. And I had to get it done by like the next day. Like I just, I had not, I'm not usually like this. I'm not usually so last minute about things. And this was one that I was like, Oh shit, I totally left this to the last minute. And she was like, you need to get it done by like the end of the week. And so I just had to leave it like running overnight. And I don't even remember what it was about. I think it was about like, social media or something. I don't know why it was so long, but it was just one of those that was so long. Anyway, I'll have to, I think I had a screen grab of it because I was like, this is ridiculous. And I'm more stressed about finishing some dumb training that doesn't really apply to my job as opposed to like actually doing my job. (sighs) Anyway, not to be TBTL about it, but yes, it's (laughs) very annoying. But I'll take a, I'll take a data safety one any day of the week. I'm like, yes, give it to me, please. I know what to do when I see a USB on the ground. <laughs> Don't touch it. What? I guess it turn- might be full of something good. <laughs> turn it into, it's always like, what should you do? And it's like, contact your manager. <laughs> like, okay, right. that's what I'm going to do. Contact my manager. Or we have for, for phishing emails, we're always supposed oh. to notify OIT yes. or something. And I'm like, yes. no, I'm just deleting it. I know. We got one the other day. It was like holiday party uh, questionnaire or whatever, like holiday party um, survey. And it was All from like CR. we need to know is your social security number. <laughs> it was like, click on this link. And it was so bad. It was like CRBE at internet or whatever. And I'm like, ah. Uh, and then I got, I just like to press the button report phishing. And I'm like, report phishing. And it's like, good job. And I've never gotten caught in this, but somebody that I work with, she was like, oh, I got caught one time because I clicked the link and I had to take a quiz on like how to better <laughs> manage my email. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So yeah, 
Now I just report. I report fishing for anything. I'm like, report fishing. <laughs> Honestly, I, I worry about my my golden years, such as they may be, right? Because this is, I mean, I'm not, I'm never going to be a dumb person, hopefully. No. But I am going to be an old person. I know. And it just seems like as you get older, you're more vulnerable to this sort of stuff. I don't have any adult kids to come over and, you know, sort me out. And the thing that makes me nervous is like the stuff now, it's like, it's pretty obvious. Like I could see how it would trick somebody who's not like maybe native to Sure. Being on computers or whatever. And they're just like, oh, Best Buy says they need help. But one time I bought something from Best Buy. So like, I guess this is legitimate or whatever. But I get nervous about that whatever ways that we don't even know of that are there. It's not even clicking a link. It's just like, I get even nervous just opening the email. I'm like, delete it before I can even see it. Like, I don't I don't need to see it. But don't even hover over the link. No, no, just immediate delete. And then clear out. Which one of your kids do you think will be the one that like comes over and sorts you out? Because mm. I see Bridget. I mean, this is unfair to Bridget because she's a tween right now. But yes. I see her as being the bossier. Oh, uh, yeah. Two of you them. think? You think? <laughs> so she'll like come over and take care of things. <laughs> yes, I can kind of see it, actually, because Rory's like my little baby that I'm like, tell me that I'm pretty still or whatever. And Bridget's like, mom, (laughs) let me figure this out for you. I know you always have to have, I remember Dave, when Dave and I got married, when we first got together and he worked in it, he was like, I was like, I just have to let you know, you're like the it guy for the family now. And he was like, great. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Can you fix our computer? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. Oh, Um, well. Well, let's see. Where were we? Let's see. On today's show, we'll (laughs) begin with a little small talk. We'll check what's in the mailbag. We have some good stuff in the mailbag. We'll do do a bit more small talk. We'll do we we have tissue recommendations, right? You always do. I don't know. Maybe we'll make some tissue recommendations. And well, you know how you can get involved with the show. Let's go to the mailbag. Let's hear what the people have to say. Yes. What do you have to say about what's the most annoying office kitchen violation? Um, people had feelings about this, which I love. I knew um, would. Of course. Of course. Actually, I, every day since we recorded that, when I'm rinsing off my dish in the sink after I'm done, I'm like, get it all down there. Get it all down there. Run the, dis- <laughs> run the disposal. Like, wipe it down. And I'm like very conscious of it now. And I, I like remove the little rubber thing, you know, the stopper or whatever that's yep. in there. And I'm like, no, got to get it all out. And then I'll, I will notice other people like just leaving a fork in there. I'm like, there, there's two dishwashers right here. Like, there, you don't have to move. And I cleared out um, three microwaves today, meaning clearing out their time <laughs> oh <laughs> i didn't clean them i cleared them out i'm not cleaning those that bullshit no no, no no so we were talking about marital relations wait that yes. sounds like a sex thing marital <laughs> relationships before we started today uh and you just spurred me like i said i don't think my dad ever cooked my mom a meal in their 40 years of marriage i also saw him more times than i could count set a like a plate and a fork on the counter mm. over the dishwasher. I mean, like, come on. Like that is a height of late. It's like, ugh, I can't even be like, just bend over. Put, Put your it fork in, there. in the GD dishwasher. <laughs> yes. I used to get mad because Dave would like, I would say he would gently rest his spoon on a sponge in the sink. I was like, what? There's not even anything on, like, just put it in. 
the dishwasher. I don't understand. And again, with David, I don't ever think it's malicious. It's he, there's this like butler disease <laughs> where it's much <laughs> like his dad, where it just is like this. It's not mean. It's just sort of like head in the clouds a little bit. Like it just mm. is like, la, la, la. and I'm like, okay, but I need you to focus. Just like, please focus for just these like 30 seconds that you need to move it from here to there. I was going to call their disease butleria, but it sounds <laughs> no. sort of weird. And it's tough. It's tough. You know, Dave's nickname was always Butsy. And I, when I met him, I was like, I, absolutely not. I'm not interested in that. Like, we, that, we're not carrying that to our family. We're not a Butsy. I'm not a Butsy. I'm, I'm not. And he was like, okay, well, I might still be. But, um, but yes, regardless, we had uh, several comments on the Facebook uh, group. Lane says, when people's food explodes in the microwave and they don't clean it up. I Thank don't want to see. Yes. And I don't want to see and smell a crusty three-month-old can- <laughs> clam chowder stain every time I open the microwave. Oh. Ugh. Uh, side note for me, if you do make friends with a Googler, they almost certainly can bring you to lunch or breakfast or dinner. Uh, though Google instituted a mo- monthly visit limit several months ago, it used to be unlimited. My partner works at the main Google campus in Mountain View, and although his just his building is off limits to visitors for security, I've eaten it with him at other Google cafeterias multiple times. Our dog has even had lunch with us at Google, outside, of course. There is somebody that parks in my garage whose license plate is Googler. I should make friends with him. Mm -hmm. No, you Mm. shouldn't. You (laughs) should stay far away from that person. I know. Every time I'm like, God, I assume I'm assuming it's a man. I don't know if it is, but I'm assuming it is. And I roll my eyes at him every time. I know. Isn't it funny how Mm. we take such, I don't know, attitudes toward people just from their cars? Yes, Ugh, Google. I mean, I, like, it's all a this. giant exercise in psychology, right? It's yeah. clear that people are trying to send a message about who they are or what they believe in or yep. whatever by the yep. car that they buy. So I guess they can't get offended if we take messages from that. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's hard at my gym, which is not in a fancy area of the city at all. Like, there's more than a couple of Teslas in that parking lot every time I go. Like, I think I walk down my row and I see at least three or four Teslas and Minnesota has not traditionally been Tesla country. And I find it real hard to not hold Mm. it against those people. Uh, There's so many in in my garage and it grows. Oh, you know what I saw today for the first time live, like right next to me on the highway, I saw a cyber Mm. truck and it is ridiculous Ew. looking Ew. It, is it looks like, but the, I, I get that it's trying to be like this is the future but it looks like a DeLorean like it looks like it's future from the 80s you know what I mean like it's like oh. well this is what we thought it was going to be like it's so mm. weird it's just it it looks like a robot car mm. um, and I don't yeah. know if I'm reacting to Tesla solely because of the Elon I thing I know or because the Tesla safety reports aren't are not, yeah, they're not great. great. No. And the company culture doesn't seem great. But again, that's Elon. You know, I yeah. didn't know that Elon was not the founder of Tesla. I oh, he's always not? kind I of bought this boy genius thing. No. He bought a majority stake in the company and then pushed oh. the actual creator out. Oh, well, sounds about right. I mean, he still invented PayPal, I guess, but I'm Mm. less impressed with his engineering at this point. Yeah. My mom was like, 
his family is like German and South African. So she's like, she's great. So she's like, that's a great combo of people. It's like, <laughs> throw in some blood emeralds. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's great. There you go. Christmas must be fun. Oh, God. Um, okay. Uh, Bet says, and also we, uh, we have a toaster oven at work and people leave the little sheet tray all dirty and don't <gasps> clean it. I just want to toast my sandwich. <laughs> That is sort of the problem with a toaster oven. Like, I love a toaster mm-hmm. oven, but is you do have to clean that portion of it. You know, with a toaster, you can kind of like, whatever. I mean, you're not going to clean it out that often, I guess. But a My toaster, toaster oven, I just take it to the sink and flip it over and shake yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Dump it out. A couple of dozen times. And it doesn't, and all the crumbs come out, and yet there's still the same amount of crumbs Always. inside when yep. you're done. So Always. I don't know yep. what to do. I know. Um, Fred says, stealing someone's lunch, runner up, burning popcorn in the microwave. (laughs) Okay. I want to talk about stealing someone's lunch. That's psychotic. Would you want someone's lunch? Now I'm assuming that we don't have sort of poverty issues going on here, right? We're in sort of a corporate America office type. Um, but why? I don't like. I don't even want to put my food in the fridge with other people's food. I wouldn't want to eat other people's food. No, you don't know what's going into it. And mm-hmm. I've I've sampled somebody else's like hot sauce. I'm like, mm, they won't notice. Like I take a couple That's little swigs of this, okay. but yes, but Swig. I. But, I picture you standing in front of the refrigerator with the door open. just With the door open. <laughs> doing hot sauce shots. Woo. Um, no, I, I'll take a little sample of that, but I, that's fucking weird to take somebody's lunch. I just think, you know, I, just weird. That's really weird. Like, can you not find food anywhere else? Yeah, seriously. It, are there no vending somewhere? machines? Is there no I coffee know. shop? That's odd. Sorry, it's like so you need to go. It's really weird. Um, okay, Missy says people stealing your hazelnut coffee creamer that you bring <laughs> from home. I'm sorry, Missy. I probably would do that <laughs> if, I, if I had to. And you know, but just, just you. as a random example that <laughs> Missy's bringing to the table. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no experience with that. I'm just thinking out loud. Right. Um, Howard says fish, which we talked about a little bit. I mean, there is some sort of like, um cultural sensitivity you have to have towards that but you know with fish the thing i think is i don't mind cold fish like it Mm -mm. i actually sometimes think it tastes better you know usually sushi is cold i can't imagine like the other day i had leftover uh fish tacos that i had made and i just ate it cold like i it was hot when i served it but then i just ate it cold because it's fine like it's fine i added some hot sauce and it was fine i don't know I also don't like care about my stuff being normal temperature. I'm like, it's fine. No. It works. No. Yeah. I like cold just as much. Like Meredith is very like anti leftover in general, but I think she doesn't like cold food that much. Yes. But like cold yes. pizza, fine. Mm. Cold leftovers, fine. Anything fine. basically yep. I'll eat cold. Same. And I like, I, you know, I hate, I hate wasting food. It like makes me insane. And my family doesn't, Rory likes leftovers. Okay. Bridget does not like leftovers. Dave is mm, about them. I'm like, I will take them. And actually it makes my life easier because whatever I made the night before, I can just like, yeah, take, take it with me the next day. It's great. No, like leftover almost even better than the original. Yeah, I agree. 
I concur. Um, okay. Amanda says, lack of good snacks. Also, I work from home and do the grocery shopping. <laughs> I like that. Oh, well, maybe you need to talk to your office manager, Amanda. <laughs> talk to HR. Um, Anne says, I almost, one, I almost always have a dish or two soaking in the sink. However, this only affects me and I almost never get to have my lunch in fewer than three attempts. Well, you do own a business, so. Right. That's on you, Anne. <laughs> and you are the only employee there, so. <laughs> it's on you. If, if, um, if the only person you're inconveniencing is yourself, then I support that. That is kind of annoying, though. I, I do I, there's, remember... I do remember those days because I was in a small store and oh, yeah. working by yourself and trying to like, because I would take like Weight Watchers frozen meals. Of course. And trying to get that eaten during the day was tough. It's really, you're just like eating to survive. You're like not even enjoying yeah, it. You're you, just like I would just like have it discreetly mouth. behind the counter and try to take a couple mm-hmm. of bites every once in a while. But then people would walk past and comment on it. And I'm like, no, don't talk about my food. And you're like, I've been standing for like eight hours. I just need to eat a little bit of something because I might pass out soon. Please, My Weight Watchers chicken cordon bleu (laughs) is something I'm embarrassed about. I don't need you to talk to me about it. Mm, That smells good. No, it doesn't. Uh, No, it doesn't. I know. It's like when you would make the little Weight Watchers like pizza, you know, the French red pizzas. And it's like, yeah, that smells good. And it's like, it's fine. It's going to burn the roof of my mouth. And Mm -hmm. it has... I don't know, four points or whatever. So it's fine for now. And I'm going to be hungry in 90 minutes. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and two, uh, I got excited. Hillary's microwave broccoli method is correct. Two minutes in either the microwave or added to pasta for the last two minutes yields perfectly cooked broccoli. Roasted is great, but two min- minutes is entirely viable. <laughs> I still don't understand <laughs> this. <laughs> I'll do I'll do a, I should do a little like display. It's like, Hello. And you just watch me for two minutes waiting, like tapping my feet. Sometimes I've done this before. Actually, I did this the other day. Nobody came in. But sometimes I like run back and forth. So our my our kitchen in the office is like long. It's not very wide. It's really long. It's not really long, but it's just long. And I see I like to try to see how many times I can run back and forth. <laughs> between the walls like I do like shuttle runs in between the walls because I'm bored like it's not like I'm exercising I'm just like bored with waiting around and one time somebody came in as I was like finishing like a run he was like what are you doing and I was like um I'm just trying to get my steps in he was like okay and just like <laughs> practicing out. for my presidential fitness test and I do touch the wall. I don't crouch down, like touch the floor because that's gross, but I'll touch the wall. Like I like doing a relay race. It's very weird. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll do that next time. Um, Scott says, why everyone knows that heating canned mackerel on a pl- hot plate is the worst offense. Uh, everyone ugh, knows I, this? Uh, no, I don't even. <laughs> oh, that's, I don't know that I've ever had mackerel in my life. I don't think I have either. I don't. I've only heard it as like, I mean, I know what it is, but I've really only heard it as like an expression. Like, holy mackerel. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had a hot plate either. I, me either. Me either. I feel like in college, there were maybe some people that had one, but it scared me. Like it was going to burn the place down or yeah, something. Yeah, they were definitely against the rules. Yeah. You can't have a heating element. No, exactly. I mean, we had a refrigerator, like a little, you know, college refrigerator. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's, I, and I didn't really drink coffee at the time. So I was like, well, I don't really need, you know, it wasn't, I could just go to the cafeteria and get the food that I yeah. needed. I, to get. I feel like we had a little electric kettle or something. 
to sure. boil water for ramen, I'm sure. Yes. Or something yes. like that. Yeah. I don't even remember now. God, what a time. So long ago. Um, I know. Uh, Kristen says, the passive aggressive signage. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely have that in mind. What I want to know is what would be better than the passive aggressive signage? Would it just be me with the aggressive aggressive signage? Yeah. Do this. Yeah, actually, I do think just Stop being being gross, you dirtbags. Yeah, exactly. You're disgusting. Just... Put it in the dishwasher. Right down the counter. <laughs> behave like adults. Behave like you do in your house. Men, behave oh. better than you do in your house. Yeah, please. no kidding. Um, Jessica says, the quote-unquote soaking dishes in the sink. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, like the qu- quotation marks around soaking. <laughs> I think that's appropriate. No, it's just laziness. That's all it is. Um, and then finally, Sam says a financial advisor dumped the soapy soak water from a bowl into the sink, into in the sink, into the water tank of the coffee maker. (laughs) Well, you fucked yourself. The soaking turned into something, a nightmare (laughs) to coffee water. Gross. Why? 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 I'm going to assume that they were like so deep in thought about something because I do something stupid every once (laughs) in a while when I'm thinking really hard. That has to be the case, right? Because you wouldn't deliberately. Yeah, it seems like a dishwater into the coffee pot. Because every single time I fill up a coffee pot, you take the coffee pot to the sink, fill it up, and then pour it. You know, you don't take some like random water that's just there. Well, You're like, hey, now wait, maybe, oh, maybe the, this was the an coffee action pot was against the people who were leaving so soapy soaking dishes in the sink. Maybe this was retaliation. Hmm. Maybe, maybe this financial advisor person, I'm just speculating here, was not making coffee for themselves. They were making soapy coffee for the bad people. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like soapy water, doesn't like give you diarrhea or like give you the runs? Am I, I making know. that up? I don't know. I might be making that up. It's possible. It seems like something we ought to investigate. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. Does. Drinking soapy water give you oh give you energy, give you diarrhea. Well, it auto completed. Oh well, uh, yeah. Cause symptoms of nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea if it ingested. Hmm. Okay. There you go. Maybe that's what he was doing. It's punishing his employees or whatever his client. I mean, I do think that would be going a little bit far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thanks, guys. Y'all, y'all, y'all are on our wavelength for the most yep. part. Um, well, should we move into some small talk? Mm-hmm. Small talk, you know, what's a, what's a like diminutive spectacular? Like, mm, I don't know. It's not like the antithesis of spectacular, but something like a little bit smaller than that. Cause there are just two of us, but we've got some okay. stuff to say. We do. We have things going on in our lives. We do. We do. Actually, most of mine is like what I watched, which is a, um, you know, a bunch of, uh, 
usual suspects, but not the movie The Usual Suspects, but just actually <laughs> The Usual Suspects. I'm so um, mad it, at Kevin Spacey. I don't know if I can rewatch that movie. I know. I was kind of like, I was listening to the blank check of Seven because they did the David Fincher series. And I was like, I don't, right. I mean, not that I really want to watch Seven again. I've seen it. I don't really need to watch. I actually remember liking that movie. I mean, as much as you can like a kind of disgusting movie. But, um, and he plays and he does play like a smarmy evil guy really well. Surprisingly, <laughs> uh, an evil guy can kind of play an evil guy well. But yeah, I it's when he really, I mean, besides his like, alleged i guess uh you know bad deeds like when he plays smarmy and like kind of gross i am like oh yeah he's he's good in that role when he tries to play like i don't know like a good guy and i don't know and in american beauty i don't know if he's like technically supposed to be, he's supposed to be like kind of a complicated guy but i remember thinking oh he's just so like smarmy he was like, smarmy like yeah has he, he likes play, his does daughter's- he play I know, gross. Does he play non-smarmy roles? Well, I feel like that movie, um, like, where, what is it? Were you like, pay it forward? You like pay it forward? He's non-smarmy. Oh, he, he's in, he's been in some like where he's sort of wholesome. And I'm just like, that's what I was like. I don't like this. Like, this is not. He plays evil really well. He does that mm-hmm. well. But um, well, let's see. Anyway. I, I see horrible bosses. I see margin oh. call. Yeah, I see. Oh, Casino Jack. <laughs> he played Jack Abramoff. Oh, um. <laughs> he did play. He played Bobby Darren in a movie that he directed about Bobby. Oh, Darren. I saw that. And it's like, dude, my dude, you it are not. No. no, stop. Oh yeah, he played Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, he did kind of lean into the to the smart. Well, whatever. When he became like. He was kind of trying to be like a, you know, one of those people he's like, I'm on Broadway and I like do a song and dance and also I act and I do all, you know, and I just think he was trying to be, you know, some sort of all around guy like, oh yeah, we, he's like so entertaining and we can depend on him. And now it's like, oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, we've been watching movies. We've been, and I need you to, I need to hear about your holiday movie that's your first small talk tell us about it oh you mean christmas under the stars yes 2019's christmas under the stars starring uh desperate housewives stud jesse metcalf yes that's the one that i'm talking about yes desperate housewives (laughs) and 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 what else i saw him at the gym one time in la that was about the (laughs) yeah woo well i'm not denying he's a very attractive man yes he is um, but anyway, it, it we are back. It is that time of the year for Anne's ho 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 holiday movie, which <laughs> I laughed listening to last week's Tishi classic where I established the ho rating. Oh, the origin story. I know. So I was like, well, I guess it's time to watch a dumb holiday movie. And I do like, I don't know if I've made it clear enough. Like, I don't normally watch cheesy romances. No. Um, and it's like half ironic and half, not even half sincere. I don't know. I'm just like, well, I guess I want to watch something cheesy now. So this is on Hulu, Christmas Under the Stars. Um, 
IMDb uh, description is a Christmas tree lot helps two people rediscover their holiday spirit, which I don't actually think describes the movie very well. Um, it's more that, well, one of the things that I did like, it, uh, did like about it is it did actually have more of the man's perspective in yep. it because usually these things are like um, centered on the woman and then she meets her like plastic hunk of man that's yep. going to make her happy but this this was sort of like a co-production but anyway oh. jesse metcalf is a stockbroker who gets fired and impulsively takes a job at the christmas tree uh <laughs> sales lot <laughs> obviously and of course and the lead actress autumn reaser i don't know what i've seen her in probably a lot of I Hallmark just things. looked her up i mean she was like she was in the oc and like i oh did yeah not that's right. she, I didn't watch the OC when it was like airing for whatever reason, but I did like a catch up on Soap Network one time and I was like, okay. And I think I watched every episode of it. So she was in that. So I vaguely recognize her yeah. from that. She seems mostly like she's done a lot of stuff that films in Vancouver. And that sounds like yes. a diss on my part, no, 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 but no, no, it's no. not no. really, you know, when you're nectar, you, you get your yeah. work where you can. Yeah. But she is a, like a plucky uh, single mom junior high science teacher um, who has a connection to this tree lot. It used to be her father's whatever. And so they come together and, you know, things happen. And in the end, it's all happiness. And the the problem with this movie, it is 100% irony free. Oh, and you and I yeah. are the tail end of yeah. Gen X, right? Yes. Yep. We're so allergic we need to sincerity. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> When it's like so schmaltzy, you're like, I, I, this is like hurting my teeth a little bit. Like I, I yep. need a little bit. Yeah. And but the thing is, it worked. <laughs> I kind of well, got sucked in at the end. Yeah. Because I would characterize it as less schmaltzy and totally 100% sincere. And I was okay. like, God damn it! I don't you got like me. <laughs> so Damn stupid it. and it's and it's um quite heavy-handed there's a lot of references to stars i mean she's the science teacher so of course she has an astronomy uh theme running through her her work and her parents met there was a star thing involved and whatever 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 right of course but i kind of enjoyed it okay listen we like what we like and it, sometimes it clicks. And sometimes you're just like in the mood for it. Like I've watched movies where I'm like, no, I don't like this. And then I watch it like, I don't know, a week later. And I'm like, oh, or whatever, a couple months later. I'm like, oh, actually, I kind of like it now because I'm like in the right mood for it. So sometimes right. you're just in the mood for it. Well, and then I watched that last week. And then a couple of days ago, I thought, well, maybe I should have another one. So I have another review ready. And I Ooh. went back on Hulu. And I don't know, the Hulu movie selection, I think, is not the greatest but they were all so bad looking like i didn't yeah. want to watch any of them there was one i think it's i can't remember if it was starring tia mori or tamara Mo oh, you know one yeah. of the mori twins yeah. and i think it was called christmas comes twice oh and i was like did you <laughs> well do that on purpose <laughs> Okay, but the description is it's about a woman who gets a second chance at Christmas or whatever because she goes back to the past five years. 
But I, I don't know. Like, they all look so bad. I should probably get on Netflix or something and see if I can find something that doesn't make me want to die when I yeah. read the synopsis of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's, I listened to some podcasts and there's a girl that's on there occasionally and she like she's like and she wrote one called a perfect christmas pairing and it's top chef grace cook rips in reviews due to her gastroscientific approach to cuisine i don't know what that means she takes time off to see her family over christmas and connects with traveler asher st james where asher helps her reconnect with her roots anyway that was <laughs> one that i was like this sounds terrible but i've like heard this lady talk about it i'm like maybe i'll watch it i think it's on freebie and Peacock, there, maybe. There are a lot of titles that just aren't, clearly aren't geared to me that are, there yes. are a lot of like a Rocky Mountain Christmas. And yes. it seems like a lot of um, things geared towards more conservative people. Let's yes, put it yes, that way. Yes. Like, let's put Christ back in Christmas kind of. I know that they're not like religious, but they're like home is where the heart is and that kind of yeah shit. Yeah. yeah yeah like real syrupy and yeah. everything is yeah. sort of log cabin aesthetic yes yes and exactly. the women are always blonde i mean it's very always. almost like mormon kind yes. of in there and they They're have the all- hairdo you know yep. the, the yeah. curls and curls yep but uh, not yeah, curly like, hair know. but you have to have smooth hair with curls like at the end like right everything smoothed out yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. Like you, you've done like a big loose curl. Yes. Yep. In it. Yep. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's a little. Ugh. I just I, like I need a to, little personality in some of these. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I, yeah. I need to. I need to get it. Like the only movie that I've watched. Well, I'll go into. I did watch one of my favorite Christmas movies. This is not a Hallmark. This is, and it's like when I call it a Christmas movie. It, is loosely a Christmas movie because it has parts that take place at Christmas, but I consider it personally a Christmas movie. Uh, well, Rory and I, this is not what I'm talking about. Rory and I watched um, Home Alone, which is, I I like Home Alone. Like it's, I mean, now as a mother, but like now as an older person, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, it's just so, I mean, like it, I, they had a lot of kids, so like I get it, and I I also get stressed about being late for the airport. But it is truly shocking, like, and it is so like I'm like you could have worked harder to like talk to the police and then like no, I need you to go check on him. Like this is right. I, I don't I, like I know we don't have cell phones or whatever at this time, but like it, there's literally nobody in your neighborhood. Everybody is out of town. Like that, it, it's just like a ghost town on your. Like, do you not know anybody else that you can call anyway? But we did just enjoy the that. creepy guy next door. I know. Oh, I that part like makes me cry a little bit. But um and I uh, Rory kind of sometimes looks like Macaulay Culkin to me in those scenes. <laughs> so I'm like and he's like, "Yeah, this is great." But I did he, when we were watching it, he was like, "We can change the channel because I kept having to look away." And I was like, "No, I like can't when like his foot goes over the nail and like nail. I, 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 I like yeah. can't watch it. Like it or when yeah. he grabs the um the um doorknob and it burns his hand like I was like this is I, I got to teach Rory with or I was like do you know what the word visceral means and he was like no and I'm like let's look it up I'll show you and I was like I can like feel it in my body like it, it is yep. like I could, it just feels so gross to me because you almost can tell what it feels like like how they're not dead by the end of it is shocking like, oh, yeah how many paint cans to the face <laughs> did they take 
anyway, but the movie that I watched last night, I was like, oh, you know, I'm hankering for this. I watched uh, Little Women, not the Greta Gerwig, which, which I did enjoy the Greta Gerwig one, but the 1994 one with Winona Ryder. Sorry, Mike, RIP, oh. but I love it. I cried so hard, like so many times during it. And I've seen this movie oh my so God. many Whatever. times. I forget which scene it is before a spoiler, Beth dies. Um, <laughs> How dare you? For little Women, guys. <laughs> Um, but when, when Beth is starting to get really sick, I think, and Claire Dane has the best, like, teary chin wobble oh, in the entire God. business. Like, I can't, I can't. It sends I me know. every time. She is I, so vulnerable. Yes. She is so vulnerable. This, and she, you know, that character can be kind of like, Beth can be kind of like, okay, like, you know, nothing really exciting happens about besides like dying nothing really ex- and getting scarlet right. fever, I guess. It's like, but she doesn't like venture out into the world as much, but she does such a good job of playing her kind of state. And when she gives the speech to Joe, like, I never really wanted, I didn't think that much of myself, but like, I love you guys. and I like being home. The part that kills me every single time is when the grandfather gives her the piano. It like sends yep. me when people do unexpected nice things. It always <laughs> makes me cry. Like I'm always like, <laughs> um, yeah, from a movie standpoint, like Claire Danes is a bad physical casting for Beth yes, because she's yes. too tall and she's too robust, yes. but yes. she's so good in the part. Yes. Yeah, she is. I forgive her. <laughs> like, I forgive a- Emma Thompson for being 35 in Sense and Sensibility. I, I know. I, she's I, so I for- good. I forgive Claire Danes for being too healthy to play I Beth. Oh, it's so good. And I I have said this before, and I'll say it again. And I know this makes me annoying, but I'm such an Amy. I'm such a young Amy is who I am, like the young version of Amy. Now, I like Samantha Mathis, but she's sort of like that part in this movie. You're like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Like, it seems kind of, I don't really care as much about it. But like, little uh, Kirsten Dunst is so cute. And she's such a little brat. Yep. I'm like, mm, that's me. Her limes. Her limes. <laughs> My limes. Oh, yeah. I have so to say, I, I've never um, felt much of a connection with Amy. I was always much more of a Joe. <laughs> I, you're more of a Joe. I'm more of an Amy. And I do think, I know he's not German, but. I do think Gabriel Byrne, I mean, okay, now as an adult and actually having seen the Greta Gerwig version, like, Joe totally is coded as, like, not into boys. Like, I mean, she kind of seems like yeah. she's like a tomboy, you know, like, it seems sort of arbitrary that she's into uh, Professor Bear, but, like, he's so charming in it. And when she grabs his hand at the end of it, I'm like, it's so sweet. And they kiss and they, oh, they're going to start a school. I mean, totally Asian appropriate. Yes. Oh and, my God. And I mean, that's acknowledged in the book, right? Yes. It's not yes, he's like much older. that's the movie thing. He is much older than her and it's totally inappropriate, but oh yeah. man, that's a good it's love story. A, it is. It's such a good movie. And they really spent some money on this. Like you really felt like you were in, I don't know, you know, civil war times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like, as I saw it, it came out in 1994. So I was, a sophomore in high school. And I remember when she's talking, I mean, I'm sure I learned about this at some point, but when she's with all the men in the boarding house and he's, they're saying, Oh, women should have the right to vote because they're so good natured. And Joe says, well, no, that's not why they should have the right to vote. Like we're just <laughs> as flawed as men. It's just cause we're right. like also human beings. That's why we should have the right to vote in this country. I don't know. I remember being like, Oh my gosh. 
she's right. I don't know why, like a 1994 Winona Ryder was really like serving it to me. I do. God, I do love the part where she cuts her hair and that also kind of makes me cry. Um, But Amy goes, you're one beauty. (laughs) So rude. (laughs) Oh, Amy, you little punk. I would have actually, I am an Amy, but in that, like I wanted attention. I wanted to go to parties and stuff. I wouldn't have burned somebody's like manuscript. That, that is like, it's okay that she got so like she wanted to strangle her. Like that's that's so mean. That's so yeah. rude. Agreed. Ugh. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes. That was that was my Christmas movie. Um, oh, that's a good one. Oh, Christian Bale played Laurie. I forgot I know. that. Oh. He's really good. And I was watching. You know, I had maybe seen him. I guess I'd seen him in Newsies or whatever. Like I'd seen him in yeah. stuff before. Um, but I, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, he's a really good actor. Like mm-hmm. I, I, we take that for granted a little bit. And he became, you know, Batman and whatever. And he gains weight. He loses weight and, you know, all that. But I'm like, why well, is a really good actor? Even as a young kid, um, he he does it really well. And Timothy Chalamet was also good and has a similar like vibe to it. But he's... He seems so affable in the beginning, and then he kind of kind of becomes a dirtbag. Um, I really I love the first half, like the young half of this movie, so much, and that's like the majority of it. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I love it. I love it so much. And Eric Stoltz is in it. Yes, Tri- I think. Um, what's her face? Meg is Trini Alvarado, who was like in a few things, but she, but it, a lot of the, I mean, you know, it's Winona Ryder, Kirsten Dunst, um, Claire Danes. Susan Sarandon. Oh, um, Marmy. I know Marmy. She, and uh, truly, she has always been like 45 years old. Like, I even think yep. now she kind of seems 45. Like, I've obviously seen pictures of young Susan Sarandon. But even then, there's something about her face that just, it's not like she looks old. She just looks mature. She's ageless. Yes, she really is. Like, she is always middle-aged. Like, a very sexy middle-aged lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. So good. I tried to get Bridget to watch, and she's like, mm, "I don't think so." I'm like, "I will get you someday, <laughs> someday." Um, okay, the kids—they don't get it. They don't get it. Um, okay, but this is what I really want to know about. Tell us about trivia. All right, 2023 was my triumphant return to World <laughs> Quest trivia. I've talked about it on the show before, but I haven't been since pre-COVID. Um, so maybe people don't remember me ranting about how much I hated it. So <laughs> there's a nonprofit that's called Global Minnesota, I think, which is a cultural organization that uh, their aim is to increase connection with the world, basically to learn about the world, learn about other people in the world and make connections and all that thing. They do a lot of really good like – um educational outreach programs where they have people of of different ethnicities of you know coming from different countries that will like go into classrooms and talk about what their life is like to the kids and you know establish some dialogue and stuff whatever it's a good um it's a good nonprofit and yeah. one of my coworkers is a member and uh, one of their big fundraisers every year is this World Quest trivia competition, which is trivia that's um, based on kind of international, not affairs, but, you know, it's it's world trivia. And uh, so my coworker puts together a team every year and um, I have gone, except for they, obviously they canceled it 
for a couple of years in COVID. And then last year, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. When it was time to like, I don't know if it was still like post COVID, I didn't feel like being in a room with 300 people for four hours. Or I don't know, I would just have gone slightly feral from being alone all the time. I wasn't ready. I can't see people yet. Couldn't reintroduce me to society. But um, like last month or the month before, one of the days I was in the office, she kind of cornered me and she's like, come on, come on, come on, do it again. And I was like, okay, fine, I will. And um, that meant I had to brush up on my countries, my flags and my capitals. And I got on Sporkle like last mm. month for the first time in three years. And it was a bloodbath. Oh, God. Like, I lost so much of the knowledge <laughs> that I had. Um, I know. But I worked hard and I got back to it. And so we put our uh, team together. The Pro Penguin Alliance is our <laughs> team, which has like been it. from the beginning. I know. It comes, it kinda, I'll tell this story because... Um, one of my coworkers one day, this was a, 10 years ago now, she came in and she was like, you know what? I think I feel pretty good about the state of America right now. And I was like, why is that? And she said, because this was when like we were having some pretty bad anti-Muslim issues, you know, mm-hmm. when the Islamophobia yeah. was, was real right, bad. But- and she's like, because I just feel like when we get through this Islamophobia, then we will have done all the phobias. We have discriminated and hated against every single ethnicity in this country at some point. So then everything will just be getting better. Like we've hated everybody from every other continent. So now we can move forward. And I was like, but what about Antarctica? What about the Oh, shit. The penguins are going to be the next target. So we ha- we started the Pro-Penguin Alliance. I love it. So that we could it. support the penguins. And we asked our, our um, cubicle mate, uh, Jared, if he wanted to join the Pro-Penguin Alliance. And he said no, because the penguins are just here to take our jobs and he can't support that. <laughs> and I was like, see? <laughs> there it goes. It's starting. It's starting. Yep. <laughs> so that's our team every year. And it is... The hardest fucking trivia I've ever done in my life. There's always like, so there's 50 questions. There's five rounds of 10 questions each. And (sighs) the categories are like, um, I don't know. There's like a geography category. There's people. There's current events. There's capitals, flags, countries. Um, And the the one that I remember, I'll tell you. Here's here's a good question. How many... Countries' flags contain the Southern Cross. Oh, God. And by Southern Cross, I mean the the um, constellation, not some like, yeah. weird Southern hate thing. <laughs> like, how in the ever-loving hell are you supposed no to know idea. that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, and my coworker and I were the competitive ones. We, like, immediately put our heads together and we were like, Australia, New Zealand, <laughs> yeah. Samoa. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, we got it wrong because it's Australia, New Zealand, Samoa, Papua New Guinea, and Brazil. Although the Brazil one, the Southern Cross is flipped backwards. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. Like, yeah, There's literally this, no way. Not, like, how would you ever know yeah. any of this stuff? Well, because then I would start, what I get stressed out about is like those island countries that I'm like, I don't know, does, does like Fiji, ha-, you know, like whatever, just all the... Um, 
Vanuatu or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I don't really remember what their flag looks like. You know, like, yeah. it, it maybe. Oh, could. I know what their flag looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is when you study flags, like there's 193 different countries or 197, yeah. 197, I think. Like you don't, I don't look to see what's on the flag. Like I'm not analyzing no. the pictures on the no. flag. And honestly, with Brazil, the thing is that I, I'm always like, I'm looking at it right now. I don't even think about like the stars. I think about just like the globe. The thing. globe part yeah. of yeah. it. And the green and the yellow and the, yeah. the blue globe. And, and it's kind of distinct because yeah. it's like it's different colors than most other ones. Yeah. You're oh like, boom, Brazil. It's not like Africa where uh-uh. two thirds of the flags are red, yellow, and green. Yes. Yeah. Stripes and of some, some sort. Diagonally like, oh kind of thing. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like, it's I impossible. do always like. I do. I mean, I like it when they are a little bit like, oh, they're like a little sassy, and you're like, I got this one. This is this looks a little <laughs> bit different. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm not, a, I'm not a. What are they called? What's a what's a um, flag aficionado? Um, oh, a vexillologist. But yes, I, the only reason why I remember that is stupid what's his face, Mike Pesca, and he used to have like a <laughs> part of his podcast, right? About that. Vexillology Corner. That's what it was called. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, here's uh, here's another flag question that I remember. Um, w- now, these are multiple choice, and I don't remember what all the options were, so I won't give them. But it was like this country's colors or one of uh, – I'm doing such a bad job with this. This country has a color on their flag that symbolizes their national fruit, which is the apricot. Uh, uh, yep. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I have no I- idea. Was guessing it was Brunei because they have kind of a yellow and red flag. It has like a white dragon on it. No, it's Armenia. Oh, Jesus. I I know. How? how, how, And then my coworker was like, oh, I should have known that because uh, Armenia is a region where they grow a lot of stone fruit. I'm like, how do you know that stuff? that? That is the stuff that I would like never really remember when it would be like the primary crops of this you know of this country are this i'm like i don't care moving on What's right the next thing of a former soviet republic are oh no, no. the terrible. only thing i know about armenia is that when i lived in los angeles which has a very large armenian um, yep. population um i worked with some armenians and they were like is somebody's name ends in IAN or YAN, they're probably Armenian. So that's the only thing that I have learned about Armenia. <laughs> and so obviously that, there was the like, Kardashians are Armenian, yeah, right? Yeah, they're Armenian. Yeah. So it's a little thing that I know. That's, See, that's, that's helpful. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyway, so we finished in the top 10. I think there were like 28 groups. Maybe. Hey, listen. I know. That's good. And by top, wait, by top 10, I mean, we finished 10th. <laughs> well, you know, but it's okay. We almost always finished dead in the middle. So this was a significant improvement. Yeah. And instead of being frustrated and angry as I'm walking through the parking garage, I felt really good about it. Yeah. I had a good time. I had fun with my work friends. And I felt really good. We kind of, we really fell apart in the current events and oh. people in the news. Was it like but really specific, like current events? Like it wasn't like, well, who is like, I don't know, Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was way way yeah, like, way harder way than deeper. that. I wish. Yeah. 
I know. You're like, I know, Zelensky. <laughs> right. Oh, well, I, I guess one of the questions was who was the mercenary who was killed in a roadside bomb or whatever, and that was Prigozhin. So oh, we yeah. that one. Yeah. That's so that's still not pretty totally hard. Do- I think we probably got like half of those. Yeah. It's still pretty hard, though. You like you need to be like up to date and in the weeds of stuff a little bit more. A little than- bit. Yeah. Well, I congratulate you. I'm proud. I knew Thank you would you. do well. It was I mean, a good experience. Hard. Yes. I only had several displays of poor um, <laughs> sportsmanship. Wait, my question is, though, are people not I know not you, but are people drinking during this? Is that like yeah. a? Okay, I didn't because it's so like intense. The questions are so intense, like more intense than any quiz or trivia thing that I've ever gone to. Where it's like, name this tune, and people are I mean, wasted. It's, it's, it's a cash bar. Okay, okay. So okay. it's not. It's not. Yeah, people aren't getting plastered or anything, but you can have a drink yeah. with your dinner. I was gonna okay. get a diet coke, but they were three dollars. Mm. No, thank you. No. no, I'm good. Can I go down the street and buy one at Seven Eleven for dollar fifty? Exactly. Thanks. Well, yeah. and and it was like a twelve ounce can. I could go and get yeah. twenty four ounces for yeah, buck seventy nine somewhere. Fuck that. Well, I'm excited for you because that is an improvement. Maybe next year, maybe I'll like ratchet up. Y'all are the team. Y'all are the team on the rise. The Cinderella story. Oh, like I feel <laughs> good. Like I'm already yeah. starting to plan on how we're going to do this better next year. Yeah. Well, now you really can have like a strategy on this a little bit yep. more because it's not as overwhelming. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to knock out some of my little um, small talk. Well, the same night that Anne had her World Quest 2023, I had um, my company holiday party totally the same thing. Um, yep. I w- um, it was really fun. And I was like, I'm not going to drink that much. It's going to be fine. I'm going to like have a couple drinks and leave. Well, that didn't happen. But the thing that about me is two problems is that I drink way too fast. And it's not because I'm like, Oh, I got to get wasted. I just like, I imbibe and I eat too. I eat. I just ingest things too quickly. I do. So I'm always like, well, I want another one. And it's again, Mm -hmm. it's not because I'm like, I want to get so drunk, but it's just sort of like, well, that was fun. I want to have another one. So then whatever I did have my two drink. I did just have two drinks there. Um, But then so the DJ, whatever, I don't remember what his name is, but he... Um, Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, DJ Jazzy Jeff was there. Oh, that'd be so great. He was like playing okay music. But when you, when I went to the bathroom, there were all these like flyers in the bathroom and it said like, you could text this number and reca- request something. And I was like, ooh, because I don't like love all the songs that he was playing. So I'm like, I'm going to request something. So I texted and requested it and he played it almost immediately. And I was like... That was that was me. I like pointed to myself. I was like, that was mine. He was like, that was, and he texted me back, like, great suggestion. I was like, thanks, like feeling very proud of myself. And they were playing it, and I'm dancing. Nobody, else, by the way, nobody else is dancing. Like everybody else is just like talking, and other people are drinking and having a good time. But I'm the only one. I'm like trying to get the party started. I'm like, come on. Um, but uh, that played, and then I don't remember exactly like Casey who I work with was talking to the DJ and I came over and I was like yeah that was my song wasn't that a good song he was like yeah that was a good song and then he was like do you want to come spin the records so then he let me put the headphones on and he let me like scratch the record it sounded like total shit but I was like this is so fun (laughs) that's when the second drink really hit me I think everybody in the party was like okay the party's over now like time to shut it down because it sounds like 
terrible right now. The only thing that he did do, I told Dave this, the only thing he did do was he grabbed my left hand. And then I was like, sorry. And he was like, no, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to go like hang out. I'm not going to go home with you, Mr. DJ. You are a decent DJ, but I'm not going home with you. Um, And Casey kept teasing me about it all this week. He was like, let me see your left hand. (laughs) Like, no. Um, you're, You're a hot milf. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, with the with the DJ set, um, and then so that was really fun. And then the next day was Rory's birthday, so I really was like, I had the party was nice because it was like from five to eight, so it was like, oh, you know, we can still go out for a little. So some people went out for a little bit. I I went to this one bar with a bunch of friends, and then my friend Tracy was like, hey, we're going to this other bar. It's my friend's fiftieth birthday party. And I'm like, well, can we go? And she was like, well. Yeah, just like, this is her name. Just say, like, you know, you're with me. Like, it's fine. And I went to that third bar, and I had half a drink, and I was like, I have to go home. Like, it's 1030. I have to go home. This is, like, my child's birthday is tomorrow, and I have to be up for it. Like, there's no, like, because I have, I have set it up. It is me. I'm the problem. Thank you, Taylor Swift, because I made them so excited about birthdays that now they just expect, like, the, the balloons and the birthday presents and the donuts and all the shit and so I'm like I have to get up and do this so I got home around I don't know 11 I think and took a shower went home went to bed and Rory had his little birthday and it was actually fine his birthday party is tomorrow which is fine Uh, we're doing it with another Friday I know we're doing it with another family and I was like well do y'all want to do it on because the other kid's birthday is on is the 24th so we always usually we'll combine birthdays and I said well, do you want to do it on Saturday the whatever the 16th and she was like no we have stuff going on and I had something going on Sunday so I was like she said what about Friday night and I was like okay I mean whatever it's fine I mean it's like a jumpy place whatever it's oh, fine okay. yeah that's fine um but Friday yeah, so night at the trampoline palace. Woo! Oh my god. Um, so yeah, that it'll be fun, and you know, Rory's nine. But yes, so that leads into Rory and me watching stuff. Yes, we did watch Home Alone, but as I previously said, we watched The Fugitive together, and he loved it. And so this, and I said this, did. I know Who he was wouldn't? like, this, I mean, it's great. The thing I worry about with Rory and all like kids, especially if you're not in a movie theater, is them just being like, I'm bored. Like the pacing of it is slower than they're maybe accustomed to sometimes. But The Fugitive is just good. Like it's just a good movie. Yeah, it's just good. Um, So he really loved that. And so I was like, hey, buddy, do you want to watch another movie with me? He was like, sure. Um, And he, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this movie, I was like, it's not like The Fugitive. It's a little bit funnier than The Fugitive, but it's, you know, it's still kind of like action oriented. It's around the same time frame. And he was like, okay. And I was like, it's called Sneakers. And he's like, Why I knew sneakers? it. <laughs> so yes, we watched Sneakers. And I was like, at first he was like, I don't understand what's going on. Not, not with the, not with the pre, not with the early stuff. Like he got that. But when he, the part where they're like robbing the bank essentially to show that you can rob the bank. He was like, I don't really understand what's going on. I was like, just watch it. This is the problem. He's always like, what's happening here? I'm like, just watch it. It'll explain it to you. And he, I think probably still likes the fugitive better, which fair. So do I probably, but he was the today when he was getting in the car from school, he said, I really like sneakers. And I was like, I know it's a good movie. Right. And I said, Rory, you and I like dad movies. He's like, but we're not dads. And I'm like, I know, but it's like, we like, like thriller kind of dad style movies like with Dave he'll watch like John Wick which I'm not interested in watching that's just not 
for me. I don't, I'm, I, I can't. It's just not. And they watched, <sighs> Maury's been recently obsessed with RoboCop, which I don't know how. That's the shit that he watched. The other, he, the other day he watched. I wondered why that, the present he got at his birthday was the RoboCop figure. Oh, I don't know. Cause he loves it. And now he's very into, <laughs> This little kid, he's like, in, he's like talking to me about Paul Verhoeven. I was like, there's a lot of movies of his that you absolutely cannot see, but he did watch mm-hmm. Starship. He did watch Starship Troopers with Dave, and I was like, okay, what? whatever. I know, and I'm like, you know, this is like satire, right? And like, I'm like trying to go through. It. I'm like, Paul Verhoeven was like, right? He's Dutch, and he was like raised during like the you know, Nazi regime. And I'm trying to explain, he's kind of like, I think he gets it sort of, but then I'm like, there's a lot of other movies that you really cannot see of his. Like you like really cannot see of his. He's like, okay, okay. The one the thing Patrick Harris was so bad in Starship Troopers. God, it's so bad. And there's like the, and he's very confused as to why like the boys and the girls are taking showers together. And I'm like, right. first of all, why are you like cover up his eyes? But this is another thing. Okay. So <laughs> Rory and I watch, you know, the fugitive sneakers. Well, you know, Rory is also like very history. And I don't think I said this previously, but Rory's very like history. He loves history. Like I do, like we all do. And, um, for some reason he was kind of into Napoleon, like just in general, like the French revolution. So Dave was like, I'll take him to Napoleon. Like, I kind of want to see it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I didn't check it. Dave didn't check it. Rory's seen, I mean, he's been exposed to too much stuff for a nine year old, but like he's seen some stuff and he can like handle that kind of stuff a little bit better than a lot. Well, Dave was like, I should have checked the not like there's something called common sense media, which is like a non-religious. It's just sort of like, this is kind of guidelines of, you know, what to expect in these movies, like what age ranges we think are appropriate for this. He's like, I should have checked this before because it, he was like, it is like the first 20 minutes of saving private Ryan. Like it is oh. like really good. If there's no, there's battle scenes, but they're like, you know, showing people's heads getting decapitated. Like it's, and like bad stuff happens to horses and he's like, he's kind of, he said, he's like, he was doing okay. I kept asking him like, do you want to leave? Do you want to leave? Do you want to leave? And then there's a part where it's like Josephine enters the picture and he, he was like, he didn't see anything, but it was part like, I think it's shot from behind and she clearly like spreads her, I don't know, big skirt and is like, come on. You know, it's kind of invites Napoleon to. You know, Dive take a sample. There. Yeah. And she and Roy was like, I think I'm ready to leave now. And Dave was like, Okay, great. Oh, That's fine. Him. I know. I'm like, my poor little baby. Sorry. We're such terrible parents that we didn't really check. Yes, it's rated R, but we were like, It's fine, you know, it's about battle. I thought it was gonna be like Gladiator, you know, some other Ridley Scott movie, but it wasn't. It was <laughs> <laughs> not so much not so much um i don't know but it i did it looked boring to me frankly same that's that's how i feel and i don't know ridley scott is sort of hit or miss with me i did nope. play him um uh one day more i was like we could watch <laughs> we could watch Lee Miz, and he was like what and i'm like i i and then de- oh. like of all musicals that's like because Dave was like, it's a boy musical. It's like about going yeah. to war and stuff. And I was like, Daddy, I'll talk to you about this. But yes, we, you know, we could watch the PBS. <laughs> or I guess oh, we could watch the. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather watch that. That one movie with um, with uh, Anne Hathaway and. Yeah. It's fine. It's just it's super close up. And Russell Crowe, God bless him, cannot sing at all. So I'm, I, I thought no, that one Nobody once. told him that. 
No, no, no. It'd be like putting me in a musical. It's like, all right, just like talk sing. Okay, I got it. Um, anyway, so yes, that's Rory's uh, cinema education. Um, and, but finally, this is the last thing. This is a goal that I have mentioned to Dave and he was like, well, maybe you should do that. And I was like, I don't know. It's kind of a commitment and I might fall down on it. But I, I, for some reason, I don't know. I had a hankering for this. I think I maybe possibly maybe want to watch every pick, every movie that has won best picture. Now I've seen a fair amount of them and I know not all of them are good. Like I'm well aware that not all of them are good. Like that's common knowledge, but I'm like, I'm vaguely interested in doing this just like, and I kind of want to try to do it. Well, I'd like to do it sequentially, you know, in order like earliest to um, earliest to latest. But I, I, it's just something that I'm like, is that what I'm going to do next year? Is that going to be my like little goal? Um, There's actually a fair amount of things I haven't seen. Like there's things that I know everything about it, but I just like haven't seen the movie because I'm like, I don't need to see it. But I've seen a lot, but like obviously the, the twenties, like I haven't seen Broadway melody or whatever, you know, there's a fair amount that I haven't seen, but once you get into the forties, I've seen some, anyway, it's something I'm, I'm thinking about. Hmm. I think some of them are harder to see. Like it's a little bit harder to see. And there's definitely some that I'm like, Oh, I'd watch that again. Like I love Rebecca. That's a good movie. Um, I, like I said on the call, we on our jamboree, I, I tried to watch gone with the wind, which I've seen so many times and really in a 2023 you have to it's really hard to watch it's it's just it's not it's not difficult to watch it's pretty easily accessible but it is just a just a tough movie um and there's some that i'm like i don't really care about that but i um like i've never seen marty and i've always kind of wanted to see that i've actually never seen lawrence of arabia kind of want to see that Um, i mean i've seen so many like screenshots of Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, I totally. feel like I know. I feel like I've this? seen it. I know. I'm looking through. I've never seen. Oh, like I've never seen Patton or the French connection. I've actually seen the Godfather part two, but I've never seen the original Godfather. Cause I think I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Me. I know. I think it was just one of those where I was like, I get it. Like I get what you're doing. I know. I understand it. So anyway, it's something that I'm, I'm mulling over. And I don't, I'm not giving myself like any time frame necessarily. Like I have to do it by like this day, but it maybe is like my 2024 goal is to watch all of these. So we'll see. We'll see. I flirted with the idea of doing like the AFI top 50 yes, movies yes. or something. Which is probably actually more like meaningful, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, there's a lot on there that I'm like, what? And I was a film minor and I'm like, I've never, not on, not on best picture, but like on the AFI step where I'm like, I've never heard of this before. Hmm. Anyway. Maybe yeah, I should have a goal. Yes. Maybe I, I know. It's maybe like, I should have a goal this year. <laughs> some sort of goal. <laughs> some sort. I mean, it's just as like a, such a silly goal, but I'm like, well, there's, there's some surprising ones that I haven't seen. And there's some surprising ones that I've seen like so many times. Like I've seen, well, it's not surprising, but I've seen Amadeus so many times. <laughs> I feel like it was a movie that was just like on all the time. Like I, the I've punk seen rock Mozart. Yeah. And I've seen Kramer versus Kramer so many times. Again, That's weird. why was I watching that movie? I don't know. Why was I watching that? I just, I was, and actually it reminds me of, um, what's his face just died. Um, it's not Kramer versus Kramer. It's, uh, 
irreconcilable. I've seen irreconcilable differences so many times. That's another like we're getting divorced movie, and Ryan O'Neill was in it, and I remember thinking he was like very handsome at the time. I mean, he was. Yes, let's kind of beat around the bush. No, but he was. He was. He was. Anyway, that's my that's my loose goal. I'll keep us updated if I actually um if I actually do it. I mean, you say that it's a silly goal, but I don't think that it really is. I. I think it's good anytime we want to delve into the past. Yes. A little yes. bit. Like, I don't know. Now I'm making myself think about like, you get to a certain age and you start to get interested in genealogy and stuff. And I'm totally like, I could not care less about my family history. But I think like being cognizant of the world that came before you totally is a good thing. And at the risk of, you know, starting to sound like an old out of touch person, I'm kind of sensing that with, yes. say, like young millennials yep. and Gen yep. Z, they don't yes. seem to understand that anything happened before before, before them yeah. and that any of that could be worth experiencing. Yes. Even if it's like problematic or whatever, it's like, no, it's actually like okay to see these things. So you can mm-hmm. like, I always say I would not consider myself a Christian, really. I don't, I don't know what I am, but like I... But I always think it's okay to be able to allude to the Bible or like understand an allusion to the Bible because it's like right. it's a part of like literature, you know? Do mm-hmm. I believe in it? No, it's like Edith Wharton's mythology to me. Like it's not or Edith Wharton, yeah, Edith Hamilton's mythology to me. It's like it's like okay, this is what people were telling themselves to explain the world. That doesn't. I don't think it means like it is. Like that's what it is, but I I don't think it's a bad idea to just have that knowledge to have at con- all. I was watching a I think a Gen Z streamer yesterday, maybe, who was listening to Christmas music and started asking if Kylie and Minogue was the person who originally sang Santa Baby. Oh God! <laughs> I was like, no. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> And then somebody in the, somebody in their chat was like, I think it was maybe um Eartha Kitts. And I, you know, then the steam is coming out my head. And then they made some offhanded comment about, oh, what what are other songs that the cover version is better than the original? And I'm like, you couldn't even come up with the person who sang the original. You the haven't original. even heard the original. How can you pass judgment yes. on the original? On what's, on what's the better one and what's the worst yeah. one? That yeah, seems I used to-, to be very much a hallmark of the younger generations these days. I know. I, I used to have a coworker who I adored, but I had one coworker who she and I were both like how you and I were, we're like, we watched a lot of TV. We just like absorbed things and we were roughly the same age. And like, I watched Gilligan's Island. That was not on when I was born, but it just like, I just watched it or the Brady Bunch or whatever, whatever was on. And we would make references to things. And our younger coworker was like, I don't know what that is. Or I've never heard of that. And I'm like, well, it was on whatever. or, Or we'd be talking about something that happened. Like who's the boss, something that actually like, aired when we were children she'd be like i don't know what that is i've never heard of it and it's we were like okay that's fine that you haven't walked but like i know of things that happened before i was born like i understand that there were like moments of pop culture or whatever that would happen like you just have to be curious about the world around you that's not just like in your immediate yeah things that were big and and yeah popular and i understand that seasons pass and yes all of that 
stuff, but like I know who Elizabeth Taylor was, and of not course. just from the White Diamonds commercials. <laughs> right? That is iconic. These have always brought me luck. <laughs> and now I just I can't imagine. There are so many young people who just don't. Don't seem know. to have any sense of that history. And maybe it's not yeah. their fault. Maybe it's that we're living in such a fractured media landscape. Yes. Well, they I was just ta- don't have the capacity for the past. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to a friend who was like, God, everybody is talking about, um, you know, Taylor Swift's birthday or whatever. And I said this before it was in the time person of the year article. I told this to Dave. I said, she is like the last thing of monoculture. And I'm not even saying you have to like her. It just is like, you know, her, you, you know her. And then she is dating somebody who is also in the, one of the last vestiges of kind of monoculture football, you know? So it's like this joining of these two things anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, everything is so fractured. I mean, you see it with the Oscars where it's like, you know, I remember when the Oscars, when it, I mean, maybe it was just in my head, but it was like everybody was watching the Oscars. It was on Monday night and it was so exciting. And now I'm like, I mean, I watch them because I love it, but it's not, it's not as most people are it's like not, the what, it's not the what? anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really why I'm doing this obviously is so that I can get to the year 2015 and the winner is spotlight. So that's really why I'm watching <laughs> all of these. <laughs> Of course, uh, of, of course, course, of course. I mean, should question of the week be like, do you see, I hate saying goals because it sounds like we're like, what's your resolution and whatever resolutions are dumb. I don't know. Maybe we should just do a movie question. Like what yeah. movie are you looking forward to this year? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell you. I'm so out of the loop on the movies and I used to be very, very in the loop. Um, I don't know anymore. Well, Yes. Tell us what your favorite movies are. I do have a recommendation, which is like, a co- I it's grown in my estimation since I've watched it. So I guess that's a good sign. But May, December, I, I watched it. It's on oh, Netflix. I'm curious it's, about that. Um, it is. It is. Um, it's by the director. There's so many Todd directors. There's so many. Oh, it's Todd Haynes, Todd- right? Haynes. Yes. So he, did he do in Carol. the bedroom. Okay, let's see. I know he did Far From Heaven. <laughs> it was it uh, was a Todd. It was a Todd I H. A I think Todd. who did In the Bedroom. Okay, let's see. No, he did. It's another Todd, which is so crazy to me <laughs> that there's multiple Todd H's. That who directed In the Bedroom? Let's see. Hold on. Stand by. Um, that was Todd Field. Um, oh, you're close, yeah, but well. I think he he also see it's also confusing because they all like work with um they I feel like they all at some point end up working with Kate Blanchett. I think did he do Tar maybe Little Chul? Yeah, he did Tar. Anyway, regardless, Todd Haynes directed uh, May December. He also directed Carol. He directed Far From Heaven. He directed Velvet Goldmine, which is actually a movie I never saw, but I heard was really good. Um, anyway. It's, it's so, it's, it's weird because when you're watching it, it's like a very simple movie when you're watching it. But when I was trying to explain it, I'm like, it's about an actress going to visit this family who is basically, and she's going to play in a movie. She's going to play a version of the woman that she's visiting. Who's basically Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy Falau. And so it's kind of like the exploration of that. Anyway, I, I thought that the acting was really, really good. I mean, it's it's very weird and it's like 
the music is like sort of jarring. It, it's almost like it plays like a melodrama music. Like it's heavy on the piano. It's like, dun, 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 like almost like a telenovela. Um, but it's really, I, I want more people to see it because I like, I need to talk about it. It's such a odd. I actually think Natalie Portman does an excellent job and, and Julian Moore is really good, but the kid that, well, he's not really, I think he's 30, but the guy that plays Billy Falau sort of, um, his name is Charles, Mel Charles Melton Charles Melton he was in Riverdale I didn't watch Riverdale he is very good looking um he's 32 years old but I it what it did cause me to do though is like kind of dig into that whole thing the Mary Kay Letourneau Billy Thalau mm-hmm. thing I like and I uh, maybe because I was like closer in age where I or or maybe it's just our society where it's like, well, like she's pretty and or whatever. And she's, uh, you know, a, a man and, or a woman, an older woman and a younger boy. It doesn't seem as like, scan- I know it was scandalous, but right. I, I remember even being like, oh, I guess they're actually in love. You know, that's cool. Um, right. But when I mean, you read about it, he yeah. was 12 years old. Like he was yeah. basically Bridget's age. He was a child. He was, he was a child. child. He was in elementary school. Um, and and yet, like the, I mean, obviously she went to prison, but there was this prevailing wind that, oh man, he was lucky, horny kid who yeah. got the hot teacher kind of yeah. deal. I'm like, yeah. no, this was child molestation. One hundred percent was, and I guess in, in recent, I mean, she died in 2020. It wasn't COVID; it was like cancer or something. But um, I, I think it was like he's sort of reflected back, like, oh. Okay. And if that's kind of how it's interesting in this where it's like, we've actually never talked about this, like, because it was such a big deal. We never talked about it. And I think that that happens a little bit where you're like, something so big happens that nobody wants to speak of it that you're just like, okay, we're just going to truck on with our lives as they are. Um, or you anyway. latch onto the salacious parts of it rather than yes. really examining. Yes, exactly. The deeper truth there. Exactly. Ugh. I know. Anyway, but I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it's, it's, I, there's nothing, I mean, nothing like, there is like one mild sex scene in it. Although you do kind of see his penis though. I, I've heard it's not, <laughs> it's, it's like a quick flash, but I've heard it's um, a, a, um, whatever, not his, it's a I Marky Mark situation. A, oh, it's a nice little prosthetic. I <laughs> yeah. think in this country, we need a penis desensitization program. Uh, absolutely. I mean, let's set aside all the porn out there. Yes. Because but we can see boobs can all the time. That. Right. I just think we need to have a sustained campaign of mainstream let's say cinema where we just normalize the penis yes but could that be the title of the episode normalize the penis (laughs) maybe no i'm sure that won't get flagged anywhere no 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 um not to be i mean i actually kind of enjoyed it but not to be like it's not a spoiler, but I watched No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. It's also on Netflix. Sure. Um, I I enjoyed like 75% of it. After a while, it's like, okay, like I get what's happening. She is fully naked in it, but it's like not in a romance. It's not in a sexy way. It's a, I mean, it like kind of starts off in a sexy way, but then it's like in a more of a comedic way. And I was like, yeah, that's it was like kind of funny. I was like sort of proud of her for doing it. I think she's a producer also. So I'm sure she was like, mm. well, I'm in control of this. So like I can do it as I want to. But right. I was it's like, not take your top off or you don't no, 
or you work. don't get this job. Like it was yeah. like she's like in a fight scene and she's fully naked, and it was like sort of for comedic effect. I was like, wow, she really like went there with this, and I kind Very of want Eastern more guys. Promises. Yes, exactly, exactly. I'm like, I want more dudes to do this. Like have her floppy penis hanging out. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's just see it all for god's <laughs> sake it's all men well most men have them yes well, come on when gone girl came out and everyone was like oh my god you can see <laughs> the side of ben affleck's penis i'm like so what i know and i watched it the other day and like it really you have to you have to like you, you gotta freeze frame that. Sucker. I was gonna say it is so quick. It is enhance, it is. enhance, enhance. <laughs> Scroll. All right, all right, all right. There you go. Um, like, yeah. That's... Who cares for yeah. one quarter second of the shadow of Ben Affleck's penis? <laughs> penis. <laughs> God, I certainly don't. I don't either. It's not that titillating. It's just some. It's more just interesting. Like I'm like I want to see. I don't know. Come on. Like, I see all these boobs. I want to see what this looks like. What do other a variety of penises look like? Right. Sorry, Let's see Dan. all the bodies. <laughs> yeah. Normalize the penis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should we get out of here? Let's get out of here. Now that we've normalized the penis. <laughs> Here's how you can get involved in the show at thisshowhaseverything.com. We're going to start getting dick pics. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, speaking of which, visit our Facebook group. No dick pics, please. No. <laughs> the Facebook group. Um, but you can answer the question of the week there and interact with, I don't know. I was going to say the fan group, but that makes me feel weird to be like, yeah. we have fans with our community, with our friends. Yes. That's it. Yes. With our friends. Come interact with us and our friends. Or you can email us at tshow at gmail.com. I will accept dick pics there yeah. if you want to send them there. <laughs> I mean, the joke is that Bobby gets them all first and then he forwards yes. them. So it would be great. <laughs> Please. Okay. So here's the thing. I need people to listen to this episode right away when it comes out and then immediately send Bobby a bunch of dick pics before he has a chance <laughs> to listen to the episode. So that again, that is tshishow at gmail.com. <laughs> Or you can send us a voice memo at yes. the aforementioned email address and let us know your thoughts about, I don't know, <laughs> if you still have um, pet peeves about office kitchen yes. violations or movies that you watch at Christmas or, I don't know, hard trivia contests. <laughs> We're always happy to uh, yep. hear your thoughts there. Uh, as always, the AOL keyword is Tishi, that will never change. Never. Thanks for joining the Anne and Hillary podcast. Woo! It's Anne and Hillary show. Yeah. Not sure. Oh, nope. <laughs> An hour and 27 minutes. We did it. We did it. I knew we would. I know. It's like, just get us started. It's like, wind us up. Here we the go. Yep. Has such and it shows them pearly white Just a jackknife has old Maggie Heath, babe And it keeps it out of sight You know when that shark bites With his teeth, babe Scarlet billows start to spread 
Fancy gloves, though, where's old Maggie Heath, babe? So there's never, never a trace of red. Now, sidewalk, ooh, Sunday morning, uh-huh. Lies a body just oozing life. Get someone sneaking round the corner. Could that someone be Mac the Knife? There's a tugboat down by the river, don't you know? Where a cement bag just drooping on down. Oh, that cement is just, it's there for the way to dare. Five will get you ten old Mackies back in town. Now you hear about Louis Miller, he disappeared, babe. After drawing out all his modern cash, and now Maggie Heath's been just like a Jenny Diver, whoa, Suki Tawdry, look out to Miss Lottie Lynn, and old Lucy Brown, yes, that light. 